We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. What we do not do is spy unlawfully on Americans. We are leaving in 2014. Period. Ladies and gentlemen, we got them. America's public enemy number one in the United States is drug abuse. In order to fight and defeat this enemy, it is necessary to wage a new all-out offensive. You are listening to Biting the Bullet with Luke and Typo. On a journey where I'm supposed to go. I'm on the path of my ancestors. A path beyond the stars. A path to Valhalla. I want Dundo! And you've all chosen your lot with the devil. And I've chosen that I must take you on. It'll be this contest that defines us. It'll be these wars, these fights, that make us who we are. Once we stop fearing the devil and start taking the devil on is the day we start living. And then you see the horizon. You realize God's in control. The enemy's got to be engaged. Bones got to meet bone. Swords got to meet shields. The axe has got to come down on that skull. And in the end, we'll see heaven. And it's that spirit that's going to prevail. They cannot chain this spirit, ladies and gentlemen. And they will never chain it because they know it's better than them. And that's why they spend all their time trying to chain down people that are strong. But if you ever get us down, you think you got me chained up? I'll chew my arms off and bite your neck off. You've got the sacred right to defend yourself and to kill. But other people are trying to kill your ass. You understand that? and stop giving in to these devil worshippers and you need to let them know that you will defeat them one way or another no more games war ah! a real thing war 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 And you will defeat them. War. Oh man, it's a hype uh, video, man. That's a that's a pump up video. I want that as my dude, alarm clock in the morning, dude, dude. If we if I listen, if like like say say I'm into QAnon, right? Say yeah that I bought into all that stuff, right? Say and let's just pretend for a second let's just pretend yeah let's just pretend i'm not saying i believe it let's just say pretend that i believed in this and and we were you know say it's january 5th right (laughs) (laughs) and you and your boys are about to go to dc and show them commies who we are (laughs) oh shit 
Dude, that yeah. that fucking video would hype me up. Oh yeah, dude. That video hypes me. Like I said, I want it as my alarm clock in the morning. I'm gonna figure out how to save that to my sounds, and that's gonna be my fucking alarm clock in the morning. Yeah, dude. That shit's glorious. That got me motivated, dude. Dude, it's so fucking good. It's so good. I'm motivated. So good now, dude. Have you speaking of January 6th? Have you seen the whole there's there was a guy that was like schizo posting. I, it was either this week, I think it was this week, like at the beginning of the week, but he was schizo posting about how uh, one of the guys from, I don't know, I don't pay attention that often. Uh, one of the guys from Trump's like cabinet, uh, he was talking about um, that he led like a group of people into the White House on the 5th on a guided tour and showed them mm. like the mm. places and he's like, this is breaking news. And he like had like a 30 fucking point thread. And yeah, yeah. This is gonna be get proven. Yeah. Basically, they they did uh surveillance of the grounds before they stormed it, is what they're trying to say it was. Is like them they're going in there like calculating what's the best way to take the capital. Yeah. And it was and it was led by one of like Trump's advisors or something like that. And mm-hmm. I'm like whatever bro like this is this is dude, fucking stupid dude. they are ri- like i mean it's, dude talk about like out of touch dude like, yeah they... well, they're, but they're only out of touch with like if we're talking about democrats they're only out of touch with half the population right well yeah i don't because like i even my parents who are kind of upset with the democrats they see january 6th as like a really horrible thing really i mean i shouldn't laugh but but no i think it's funny too i joke about it every time i'm there i'm like january 6th did not go far enough like (laughs) i remember when i first talked to my mom about this and she was like don't you think that's like really bad for our democracy and i was like i think it's really good for the end of democracy (laughs) you're just that fucking weirdo dude (laughs) (laughs) why so serious you don't even like try to persuade your parents you just no. say the most radical shit yeah i, I really do just because i want them like the, i think they just get a little bit more worried they're just like oh my god like they're like he's such they're like telling other friends like he's such a good kid and i'm like we should end no. democracy yesterday yeah it's like, so she crazy. tells she tells people that she knows to listen that like are co-workers or stuff to listen to the podcast and i'm like mom you got to stop doing that i yeah, was like they're gonna be like what the fuck yeah that's not good dude especially I like, like i'm assuming that like where your parents work is like a little bit more liberal environment well, maybe I, I, I mean they're in dallas so it's like it's kind of in liberal but she's like the ones that she always t- t- uh, tells me that she told it's always some white like straight guy and i'm like oh. <laughs> all right mom like <laughs> yeah that's, that's not the only people that we uh talk to i get it that typo and i are both white and yeah. straight <laughs> but <laughs> we're not fucking jordan peterson over here like we're yeah. <laughs> like uh, but yeah but she only tells people that are like kind of republican light and i'm yeah. just like i'm not yeah. republican light mom well, i want it's probably... the end of democracy <laughs> It's probably weird for everyone because I think even like uh, like regular liberals are kind of like even caught off guard with all this stuff. Like what I mean yeah. is like 
you know, like we knew plenty of like liberal people in Phoenix and like mm-hmm. there were some of them that like took a lot of that liberal agenda stuff to heart. Like they really did. But then yeah. like the other half were just like, meh, like gay. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They weren't, they weren't like yeah. buying into it. Well, and every time we talked, like they were all like, no, I get that. They're like, but don't you think? And it's like, no, I don't think. And they're like, well, I understand. Like, I get where you're coming from. And that's how a lot of people were. But now I just think it's, I feel like you're with the program or you're not with the program. And what's up, everyone? Let me take a second and tell you about our new sponsor, David Day. He offers a legal protection membership that gives you access to attorneys 24-7 for as little as a dollar a day. When you're pulled over, don't talk to the police. Shut the fuck up and call your attorney. When a company screws you over, don't try to call and fight them. Have your attorney write them a letter. Take action to be the man of your house and protect your family from the worst aspects of the state. Visit David's website at davidday.com backslash bullet so that he knows we sent you. Um, that website is david, D-A-V-I-D-D-D-A-Y.com backslash bullet. Uh, let him know that we sent you and uh, hope he protects everything you need out there. There's a lot of people that still hold uh, democracy as the God that lives right now. Yeah. Well, it is pretty weird, dude, because it's like, um, it's like there's two different realities in America right now. There's like and three or four different it, realities that, yeah, in America right be. now. And they're all, but they're we're all we're like a schizo fucking nation right now. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like what we are so like, we're so divided on like the most simplest shit that it's like, it's like, it's like I saw a meme today where it was like, the the old joker they had to toss him into a, a like a chemical vat you know yeah and that's how he became the joker <laughs> the, the new the joker new just like gets just, turned by society yeah the new one just gets turned by society it's like that's more realistic that's the that's the vat of acid that like society is acid at this point it's a, it's a nuclear waste like it's it's just it is fucking crazy dude because well, and so the culture much... is just toxic like the culture in general yeah. There's there's a culture and this goes like this isn't like, oh, the left wing culture, the right wing culture. This is like all of them together right now, especially the loud ones, you know, the crazy evangelical Christians and the child raping pedophiliac fucking uh, government and then the weird groomer ass left. Yeah. this isn't like this they're all, it's all a part of this it's all a a cancer in the body and the cancer needs to be cut out that's yeah. how you get rid of cancer it's like it's just craziness cuz i don't know man like cuz like i guess like the real difference is just like if you gather like i wouldn't i don't even want to say online but like if you I would say, like, if you gather, say, if, maybe it's just because, like, podcasting, I'm not really necessarily sure, but, like, the internet provides a lot, what I think, a narrative that's grounder in reality than, like, anything you'd watch on TV, dude. I think you're just more exposed, right? Like, you're just more exposed to more people's understandings of what's going on, so you can, yeah. fi- you can find the middle ground a lot easier, and the middle ground is the true reality, right? Like, kind of like everybody is like piecing together of what they see of how the world is, is kind of what the world is. Right. Like that's, that's generally how it works. It's not like they have pieces, right. And then pieces completely wrong, but all the pieces 
that are right stuck together. It's like, that's, Dude. that's what it is. And, you know, I'm not saying that we're grounded in reality, but I feel like we're more grounded in reality than most people. Like, yeah. dude, I, it's just insane. Like the whole, all right. So it's obviously fucking pride month and like the groomer shit has been hit, getting hit hard. And there's like, so I understand it. Like I get it, but some of the shit that people are saying on the other side of it is like the nineties, two thousands, the gays are, should be burned at the stake shit. And it's like, I get it, bro. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that you should take your kids to a fucking drag show. My mom never did that shit to me. Uh, like yeah, when yeah, I was at drag, yeah. there was, That's there was, weird, you know, man. fucking people doing weird shit at pride, but she was definitely the one that was like, we're going to be on the, the float because her bar ran a float. And it was like, and if I have to, I'll cover your eyes because I'm a, an adult enough to be like, this isn't appropriate for my six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 year old son. You know, yeah. like, and it's like, you're going to be exposed to harsh realities in the world of things that you don't want your kid to see. But at the same time, don't take your kid to a fucking, like that shit's weird. The Christina, did you see the Christina Aguilera shit where she's wearing a fucking giant black dildo while she's performing? Yeah, That's fucking dude. weird. That's weird. It's yeah. shit, that shit like that makes, it's like, people are, are going to get mad at me because I'm like, yo, this whole gay agenda thing is kind of fucking stupid when everybody talks about it as like all the gays are doing all this thing. And it's like, this is where I agree with ACE where it's like, you can't overshadow the, you can't generalize the entire, like if we're about individual principles, you can't generalize the group for the acts of parts of the group. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it's a large majority or a small majority. I don't even know how to take that, that consensus, but at the same time, like, there's people, normal straight couples that are taking their kids to drag shows and yeah. outside of school. Like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Should there be a law? I don't know. I think maybe you just let those kids become the weird fucking freakos that they are. They'll shoot up a school eventually and kill all their <laughs> classmates and we won't have to worry about them anymore. Voluntarily <laughs> disassociate yourselves from those people because their children will end up killing your children at a public school. And this is, that's yeah. my whole argument with this. It's like, yeah, you have well, to disassociate with those that, people. That's when like, uh, well, like, I think like, it's so crazy. It's like, whatever, like the, like when the regime, the fucking, you know, government decides that they're going to like take on a culture and like, they kind of like want to force that's what's that weird. And that's what, well, it's it gets weird. weird. And this is, I think it's really bad in a lot of ways because it's like, well, one, this is like they're obviously they're using the gay community. Like they're obviously oh yeah, using they're using them. them. They don't they don't give a shit about them. They're and using they're, them like the Bush years use yeah, the Christians. Yeah, it's the same exactly. thing exactly. And and they're just using them. But then the like problem is like then you kind of but you kind of understand like say if you aren't an anarchist and you do kind of believe in this idea of government. Well, now your government is like enforcing this culture on you that you just don't agree with. Like who yeah. have like, or other people, like they just generally don't agree. It's not their lifestyle and they don't agree with it. And it, it, so what that does is create a lot of animosity against that culture. Like all these people are, and it's not even really like, honestly, I think like generally most people, I don't think give a shit what gay people do. Like, I don't think they care. Like, I think 
most people like maybe if they even if they don't like it like they just don't care what other people are doing if that yeah that should yeah that's generally how i think most people believe but when like it's just being like shoved in your face like all the time i mean it's in the kids movies now it's in on on every corporation in the fucking world or sorry not the world in in america not saudi arabia but in america (laughs) definitely not china either is the is the pride colors like every corporation just adopts that and and then your government has like all these platitudes and they put like i'm sorry but they're putting like not normal people or what we're used to having in positions of power like that uh like i forgot her name but like that transgender officer isn't she or he whatever uh (laughs) aren't they in charge of like health or something like that i think like the department of the health and that's why everybody was making fun of yeah whatever that person is and i don't know how they identify i don't really give a shit (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, but it's just so weird dude so i get why people like that's just gonna create i get like, it I, all right so like i so get many it people are gonna get so fucking pissed about it like people are so pissed right now like the big thing is like the buzz Lightyear movie and it's like dude they have a gay couple kissing in buzz Lightyear. okay they have a kiss it's not that it's not gonna convert your kids <laughs> the fucking two moms are going to turn your fucking seven-year-old son to go look at lesbian porn when he's a 13-year-old like the rest of us. He's like, damn, they're Disney moms. They got fat asses. Yeah. So I'm going to go watch fucking lesbian porn now. Like, and it's just like, it's the two extremes, right? Like, I, I understand. I understand the whole, like, the government is taking up the the culture and we've we've always said on this show you know politics is definitely downstream or yeah downstream from culture culture is kind of where things go and then the government takes hold of it and uses it to you know do whatever it wants to take more power yeah control you know yeah control and i get it and i think i think the right way to go about it is be like hey you know the you know the government's using your fucking cause right now right we've seen this before We've seen it many times before and you guys aren't going to come out on the winning end of this because right when there's something better and you know, I think that there's a big push for the something better because it's more popular or it's getting more popular is to demonize the gays again, you know, like, and once it's the most popular, it's going to work out really poorly for the people that have been cheering on the government to create a, gender neutral laws um yeah. and replacing you know they're and then they're going to turn around uh, i think they're going to turn around and be like oh you identify as male well we don't as the government we don't recognize male as a fucking gender or anything you are a uh governmental person number one one five seven three two and uh, uh this is how we will prosecute you under the law because we've created all these fucking um this is obviously a joke but like you know i don't see like they're they're going to use whatever is getting the lgbtq plus fucking whatever narrative and personnel cause is getting used they're getting used and there's people buying into it on that side and the other people on the other side are buying into, Hey, it's their fault. We should fucking take them out. 
And once that gets popular enough, it's going to go that way. And it's going to be really bad. It's going to be a violation of human rights. And then it's going to come back on the same people that were like, yeah, we got rid of the gays. And then they're going to be like, yeah, well, we don't like religion anymore. And that's pretty popular. So the government's going to go after them. Yeah. And then they're going to be this weird secular fucking non-binary personnel with a fucking government id number and we're gonna live in a gray world which i already live in a gray world but like we're gonna live in a fucking gray world where there's no fucking color uh and we're gonna be looking at the giver like it's our holy bible at one point you ever seen pictures of like the soviet union like they're like the old like all their buildings are like gray dude yeah there's like no art on a lot of them you're like what yeah <laughs> what is this dude <laughs> yeah dude it's super That's weird I, like uh yeah but i think like I, I don't know i think there's like so you know how like they kind of took advantage of the christians and like the more nationalist type people in our country and like i'd say that um that's when i grew up was like the national pride all and and then you know christianity was um taught like a big part of my community here mm-hmm. and so they definitely like took advantage of us but and or i would say this community or all the other christian type communities like that or more conservative or whatever um that it kind of created a counterculture on the left to where like i rem- like i remember growing up and it was like uh like normal where you would see like kind of atheist jokes or at least jokes where they're making fun of religion in general like in yeah um comedy yeah i used to make them yeah i thought though i mean i generally thought those were funny and maybe it was because we lived in that kind of more of a, a culture where like the right wing agenda was being um like that was the top culture and like that was kind of being pushed on us a little bit no not completely like the progressives were still pretty much in charge but it was definitely more of a right-wing uh culture they were pushing at the time with like flags you know nationalist ideas and like america like country music was going crazy i mean i i just feel i agree with you i feel like you can't disregard the the bush era as like i understand that it's a progressive era in a sense but the bush era itself was bible belt america taking back what little power they thought they had like it really was. They were yeah, well, that's, they were bringing that's... they were bringing rock stars onto fucking trials. They were trying to prosecute music. The FCC got very oh, yeah, very the censorish. Dixie the Dixie yeah. chick said something about uh, against George Being Bush. Yeah, yeah, George Bush and the wars, and she got canceled. Like they got she got canceled back then. When, like I mean, now yeah. it's pretty normal to see people get canceled, but like that was pretty big. Like that was, I just think that I think a lot of people are like, it's been a progressive era, you know, whatever for 60 years. And I, I understand the sentiment come like, if you look at the general trend, yes, but there has been clear times where it has flipped back towards the conservatives and the conservatives have won major things back to back to back. Yeah. And then what they won is used against them once the progressives get back. And that's yeah, like the no matter, biggest point that I try to get people to understand. Yeah. No matter what, like whatever the dominant dominating culture, it's not even like really the dominating culture, honestly, what it's it just is like the loudest it's well that, but it's also what I think mainly 
is the regime changes like a fucking chameleon. Like whatever culture it needs to get its political agenda, that's the one it will cater to. That's like white when 9-11, dude. That's why it was like all those things. Like, it, I mean, it took two years before we got the Iraq war. So it wasn't just like we fucking we got hit on 9-11 and then all of a sudden we're going to war with Iraq. No, it took two years for them to fucking gin up a whole story and lie to the American people before they got there. And the whole time that was happening, they were firing up the people they knew that would get them to go to a war. So they just cater to the right wing. It's America. Get them angry. Why the hell did these foreigners attack us? Foreignoids. Yeah, foreignoids. These illegal aliens ran into our aliens. Yeah, that was an unidentified flying object. <laughs> well, we got and it got dude, that shit like got us fired up. And like as a like I was a veteran family, dude, like it was like, dude. The, and yeah, Toby like, Keith my, played on the radio for like 76 yeah. months in a row. Yeah, dude, he was a rock star then. And like also, we'll this what I'm saying is like, in your ass. And it was, American. don't get me wrong, like it was a shocking thing that happened and kind of changed. And it was the horrible. And it was it absolutely was horrible. horrible. Like, and I mean, dude, I, there's so much footage that I keep seeing to like today that I've never seen this angle yeah. of 9-11 from. Like just all these angles pop up or like, and it's so crazy. Well, what actually is the craziest is like what you watched on TV when you looked on the internet there was far worse images like oh far, far worse yeah like i had no idea there was people jumping from buildings when i was oh fucking, you didn't and when i, was, I remember like, watching I that remember on that. live television at that age oh i do not remember yeah. that yeah they were like I, re- I remember that like on live television watching the 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 big picture or like the one of the most famous was the guy that's going head first and his like hands are behind his back like he was just falling in his business suit. Like, I remember that fucking clear as fucking day watching that at my grandparents' house. Yeah. Like, that shit was wild. I remember I, being I, so pissed because my parents didn't take me out of fucking school. I was like, okay, what the fuck? Everybody else in my class got to go home. And it was like me and three other kids that were like, it was like two Mexican kids and a black dude. And we're like, oh, we're the black sheep of our families. Look at this. <laughs> they don't even give a fuck about yeah. us. But like, that's but like the i don't know the regime it's pretty like evil genius when you think about it like they are like chameleons like they can change to whatever they need to cater to to get their agenda across and and for some reason i i mean i don't maybe i don't completely understand but they're catering to like the left really hard and it's always like the minority groups and that's what they're catering to and some people think it's to keep a race type of a rate at least a soft race war going on constantly to like keep us occupied so they can do whatever the fuck they want and then i've heard like uh, that, that maybe the regime is afraid of the left because the left is the ones that like yo if they're not happy dude they they hit the streets and they hit the streets yeah. hard dog <laughs> yeah and you know like they they should probably be worried about the left like i'd fuck it's like the the one guy mitch that i've always talked about from high school where he was like when's the last team the right uh, when's the last time the right-wing anarchists decided to take over a nation and it's like touche like the yeah. commies have done a better job of it than the fucking right-wing anarchists have ever and yeah they have no problem you know killing people to do it and it's like i'm not saying that's the fucking right way to go about it i think that's the wrong way to go about it and i 
I honestly believe that I, it's not like this, like cosmic circle or karma or whatever. There's a reason why Michael, like even people like Michael Malice is like good wins out eventually. Like I, it just, it just happens that way because there is something, whether it is, you know, the fucking universe or God or whatever you want to fucking believe it is karma or whatever it is. Like there's, there's a reason why good ends up winning in things. And like, I'm not saying that it always wins. And sometimes it takes fucking forever to even realize that the good is actually bad and there's actually good, like fighting against it. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't win. And you know, I see it. I fuck. I see it every day. How Bitcoin might be getting used by Russia or um, like their central banks might be getting used by Russia or Bitcoin. You know, honestly, this fall in Bitcoin is one of the best things to happen to Bitcoin, especially if it gets lower and more and more people are like, well, the US dollar is fucked. And if they're smart, hopefully they're like, well, this is the perfect chance to get into Bitcoin because I can actually afford something of it. And might like the falls of Bitcoin are a good thing for Bitcoin because it allows the barrier to enter, it becomes so much lower. And I think that's why it's good that it has these boomer busts and it's tied, not tied to the dollar, but especially in the United States, we tie it to the dollar and it's like, oh, it's worth this much because that's what we know is the dollar. But, you know, I just, with all these, all that being said, it's just like, I think there's, there's a way out and there's always going to be a way out and you might get set back and there might be roadblocks or whatever, but there's a reason why good always wins and it wins out in the end. It just fucking takes a minute to get there. Well, like, I think, I mean, I think a lot of things have already changed and I I think significantly, and I think it's mainly because of the internet. Like, Oh yeah. The internet, internet we fucking said that since day one on this. The internet changed everything. But a lot of times too, uh, I've, I've never heard it like this before, but someone, I forgot who I was listening to, but someone's saying that like, well, the the regime has learned that they can't get away with their old like shenanigans anymore. Like, look at all the like a lot a lot of these like corrupt or like more establishment types like Republican and Democrats. Like, everyone is at least like internet world. Everyone's kind of like figuring out that these people are just corrupt pieces of shit. Like, just oh, yeah. big garbage. And Definitely. like political assassinations are down. And it's like, well, they can't really, it's harder to fucking politically assassinate people anymore because of like camera, internet reporting, like the beefed up security. Like there's just, it's much harder to like, you know, like maybe they can get someone like Epstein, but it wasn't very obvious. (laughs) Everybody still thinks the government did it. Yeah, They didn't really get away with that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, like, yeah, they got away with this. No one got in trouble. But a large, significant portion of the of the fucking world is like, okay, yeah, Hillary Clinton did it. <laughs> okay, you're just bragging at this point. Like this is, <laughs> like, okay, you're just showing off. Like we can't do anything really to stop this, but you're just showing off now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. But like before, on the lead up of it, I'm gonna be like, I am not suicidal, and then just keep doing it. So when I do die from suicide everybody's like i don't believe it i don't believe it he didn't fucking kill himself (laughs) yeah dude yeah i would be the biggest troll dude i would be the biggest troll like i would plan out my suicide in like like six months from now i'm killing myself or whatever and oh no i'm playing long game it's gonna be like a five-year plan (laughs) a five-year plan you would suffer through this life (laughs) for five more years to go out like a bang (laughs) 
yeah, dude, it's, where do you see yourself in five years? That interview question. And it's like, ah, well, if I told yeah. you, I'd have to kill you too. Me too. What does that mean? <laughs> you, if one, whoever does it first, the other person just has to keep inviting guests on and never acknowledge <laughs> on the show that they're missing just, just, never... just, just show up on the show and just have like the other person's screen right there too but yeah, yeah. talk to them like it's normal and just never respond when it's like dead time and just be like yeah yeah dude da, da, da. Like, just keep going with it yeah just don't even don't even mention it on the podcast dude <laughs> Fucking, yeah, oh i think that's the way to do it you just you plan it out and if you are going to commit suicide Make sure the government takes the hit. Do do us a solid. Yeah. Make sure dude. the government at least makes them bad. look bad. This is some do some Machiavellian shit with your suicide, yeah, dude. dude. Yeah. <laughs> at least at least have some sort of good come out of your life because if you're killing yourself, you're a waste. So. Yeah. Don't just don't just like do it and like have your you know family have to clean up your body or whatever. Like go out with a bang, dude. Do something yeah. wild. <laughs> Make you radicalize your family with your suicide. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Make it look like the government did it. And then then your life was actually worth something because you were probably a pathetic human being before that. Yeah. And then it'll just be <laughs> hashtag Luke didn't kill himself. <laughs> you can trend on Twitter for once in your life. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I just think I think everything, the whole groomer conversation, I think the groomer thing is sounding it's getting very, very similar to the race. You're a racist thing. Like, it's just like there's so many things that are just it's like your parents uh, kissed in public and they're both gay dads. I think you're a groomer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like turning into the same thing. Dude, the the there's a couple of people on the right that just said that they that's what they're doing. Yeah, they don't they and, don't care they don't care who like whatever it is they're calling like if if some like they're like we're done like basically this their mentality is like we're done debating. So like you're we're gonna do what you guys did to us. So like where we try to like explain like oh this person's not a racist and you're like that guy's fucking racist. And then so they're like, well, fuck you. We're done, groomer. <laughs> they just are fucking. It's just that's what it is, dude. It's the it's groomer racist. Like, what are you? <laughs> like, what side of the political? What side of the political? <laughs> what side of the are political? You, are you a groomer? Are you, are you a racist? <laughs> I think yeah. I'd rather be a racist. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think I'd rather be a racist. If I had to choose. If yeah. I had to choose gun to my head, yeah. probably be a racist. <laughs> yeah, actually, you could just do an elaborate scheme and kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not either. The government killed me because I'm neither groomer or racist. I'm non-binary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. the The whole thing is just I. I get that's a that's a uh, that's a way to go about things. I understand, but it's just like I I hate the people that do it and then hold the moral high or act like they have the moral high ground well they called me racist the whole time so i'm gonna call them groomer it's like bro you're just a fucking bitch with a fucking different hat on like i don't i don't care and it's 
I feel like it's not productive and there's going to be tons of people. I'm not saying that listen to this maybe, but you know, there's a lot of people on Twitter that are in the same sphere as we are that are going to be like, no, this is the way to do things. I, I had somebody arguing with me about that where I was like, you're, you're just doing the same things. And that's like, in my opinion, that's not a winning strategy uh, like to get these ideals out there. And they're like, well, it's winning for them. So how can you say it's not a winning strategy? And I was like, well, they're two different ideals. I think one has a lot more like with the whole racist thing, I'm not saying that they're right, but they have a lot more historical evidence to try and prove it than you do with the whole groomer aspect. And maybe that's because, you know, the uh, groomer aspect is relatively new, but at the same time, it's not like a, well, this is, this would sound weird. Well, that's not going to sound right. What I was going to say was, it's not like the government has been fucking peddling children for well. centuries. And I was like, eh, well, there's actually a lot of proof. Well. To that. <laughs> well, it's just not as well known. I think, I think the better, I think the way that's why I, I was thinking about how to word it. It's not as well known as the clear instances of slavery or, you know, other fucking Jim Crow laws or fucking all that shit. Like it's, it's just not going to go well over the populace's and, you know, at the same time, it's like, then like, I think the best idea is like fucking do it and then separate. Like, I mean, we've been screaming secession yeah. on this podcast for that. That's honestly what last two years now. Like it's, it's the most rational thing. It's not even like, well, what about China? It's like, no, dude. Or like, no, if like, like all China has to do is wait bro because we'll fucking just we'll go to war with each other if we stay like this like i think yeah. it's much more likely if we stay united as a country there will be a civil war like and i think i think it's very clear who would win at yeah. this point yeah i, I think mean, it's very clear who would win because there's a large majority of people in one camp that have served in this nation's wars and no matter how disabled they are because first off they joined the military Second off, they joined the military and probably got fucked up in the military. So that's like two disabled times yeah. two. Um, yeah, and a lot of these post uh, post like nine eleven vets. Yeah, post nine eleven vets. They're looking for a just war because they never yeah. got one. They because they never got one. So it's like bet, bitch, stack up. Like they're like there's people that are they're getting ready. Like and I don't blame them. Like I don't like. There is a there is definitely a crusade from the government right now to eliminate all people that do not agree with the corporate agenda that is current. I yeah. I understand that. And I understand, you know, the whole fucking gay and lesbian transgender thing to be extremely annoying and fucking frustrating for a lot of people and not just those things but kind of scary for their livelihoods. I understand. I don't necessarily agree completely, but I also think that there's a lot of things on the opposite side that I don't agree with completely with where the evangelical Christians where we're like going back to little house on the prairie and fucking living as nomads and fucking our sisters. Like, I don't I, like there's like a weird there's a weird side to both sides. And one side is only seeing one side of the other and the other side is only seeing one side of the, the opposite. And it's like frustrating as hell. Because as much as we're not centrist, or as for me personally, as much as I'm not like a centrist in the true sense of the word centrist, I'd probably lean more to the right than I do anything. I just think that there's a lot of fucking gay Christians that I know that are just like, 
yeah, we just want our family and our guns and uh, for the government to stay out of my fucking life. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I, that's the thing, dude, is like, uh, it's like, I don't know. I don't know how, like, I feel like if, if the regime has a chance, like, uh, they're going to, f- they're going to fucking chameleon to something else soon. Cause I don't think this culture they have now is like, I mean, it, don't get me wrong. It's somewhat working, but there's like this huge backlash. Like I'm starting to think they're, there might be a fucking red wave, dude. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh no, I, I honestly believe. Did you see what happened in Texas? So there was no. a special there was a special election in Texas because one of the so it's in southern Texas. I don't know what cities it really affects, like the main cities it really affects. I don't know it off the top of my head. I'm not that familiar with the counties and how they work, but um there's a city, there's a, a county in Texas. I think it was for Senate. So it's one of their, no, maybe it was one of their, one of the house. I don't remember. It's this girl, something Flores. I'll look her up while we're talking, but she won and she's a Republican and she won in an area that, and so I'll give the backstory. This dude that is, was elected, what, four years ago or six years ago. I don't remember which part of the uh, Congress he was a part of, but he uh, he was elected and he left his seat. He retired basically to go be the head at some fucking crazy ass corporation. Right. So he left his seat. And so they had a special election. Well, it's only a couple months till November. You know, we got three months, four months left till November, five months, I guess. So they had this big special election to win the the seat and. The Republicans were like, we're going to hit it hard. Like, we're going to try and flip this seat because it's been this seat has been Democrat for a long. Ass oh, time. I think I did hear about I think I saw a Tucker Carlson clip talk about it. Yeah. So this seat has been uh, fucking uh, for what's her name? Maya Maya Flores. So this seat has been like uh, so she's a congressional representative. So it's for the House. Um, but yeah, the seat's been for democrats for a long ass time or at least since the obama days uh you know that's still kind of a long ass time at this point so the republicans decided to hit it fucking hard and they threw like a million dollars at it like from donors and super PACs and shit like that for this girl maya flores (laughs) whose husband whose husband is a border patrol agent or was a border patrol agent yeah and she's (laughs) she's she's from mexico She's from Mexico and immigrated here to the United States when she was young. She's oh, from geez. Mexico and she's a like basically a Christian conservative. Or this is her bio. Congressional hey, we're representative. We're going to see the rise of the Latinos into politics, dude. Dude, I love it. And I, I don't understand this thinking for a long ass time for the Democrats that fucking uh the Latin community or the Hispanic community in the United States is automatically left. There is a way of thinking that. And I understand because they've had, and I'm putting this in air quotes for the people that are listening, a more lax idea of the border. And there's a lot of Hispanic Hispanic people that want a laxed, a more relaxed border so they can bring their family and stuff like that. But there's a large majority of the Hispanic and, and I'm saying a large majority of the Hispanic 
personnel in this country, population in this country that are extremely conservative in their ideals. Yeah. There's a large portion of the Latin community that does not agree with gay marriage, Dude, does not much. agree with lesbians, yeah. does not yeah. even recognize what transgenderism is. Like yeah. they don't even fucking give a and fuck the, about that. And the that Democrats shit. are calling them Latinx. <laughs> I know, and they they're like, bro, this is our language, and you're gonna fucking whitewash that shit with an X. Like they're not they're not fucking doing that shit. But here, this is Maya Flores' bio. It's really funny to me, but it's a uh, congressional representative TX34. Help me bring prosperity to South Texas. Vote Myra Flores for congression for Congress. Pro God, pro life, pro family, pro America. That's her bio. And she's a she's a very attractive lad. Yeah, I think I've she's I've seen her. Yeah, she's pretty attractive. She's like the she's dude, watch her tear shit up in the in the house too. <laughs> she's fucking like the and and, and the big thing is of the Republicans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you know, the big thing is she's she's uh you know, she's only there for five months. So she's only there until November. But she could also get reelected. Mm-hmm. People might not indicator. have cared as much. Yeah. People might not have cared as much, you know, because it was a special election and she was, was only going to and she didn't like outright win. But she won where in a place that Biden won by 13 percent. Yeah, that's or 13 points, mm-hmm. 13 points when he was elected president. So it was a surprising win by her. But they also spent a million dollars to the Democrats. I think it was like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And the Democrats were kind of blindsided by this guy leaving and then just didn't really decide. And I think they just to me, it kind of seems like they were like, whatever, um, we'll let them take this seat and then we'll just win it back in November, which, in my opinion, doesn't really make sense because there is there's a psychological thing that goes on with Congress where if somebody's already in the seat, especially in this kind of characterization where they won for and they're going to be there for five months like it's like well they didn't even get the chance to actually do anything like you don't think you don't even think that they're and what if they have like one or two good things like really good things that are just like it's like notice noticeable that That would be smart yeah and if it's just noticeable like if it's noticeable and they were just like damn that really made life a lot better right now like i'm not saying that it's she's going to make all the best decisions later on but right now that decision like kind of helped out my life. Like even the Dems in Southern Texas are going to be like, well, let's, let's give her another chance. Like, I, I don't think it was a smart seat for them to just let go. Um, yeah. And they I don't know. I, I had you know, a choice, dude. They might yeah. They might choice. not have, they might not have had anybody to like run. <laughs> I guess the guy that, that was running, he's kind of known. Um, and he's just writing it up to, he sounds like Amber Heard. It was like, Oh, they didn't really fucking listen to what I was saying and they spent more money than me. So that's why I lost. And it's like, mm, mm. yeah, it's because Dude. you might be a fucking bitch. <laughs> that you lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Like, I mean, we kind of saw that all already um, kind of with the, what's his name? Oh my God. That trucker out in, I think it was New Jersey and he got in the New Jersey house and he, just, he ran a campaign with like two thousand dollars, and he uh, he fucking kicked out the like yeah the what's leader. I'm gonna look the, him up. 
the leader of the New Jersey House of Representatives, like he was the leader and they kicked him out. Like he unseated him. He's just this like trucker dude. He ran because they like didn't give his gun permit right away. And he's like, this is outrageous. And I'm running to, to remove you from office, you bitch. <laughs> yeah. And don't get me wrong. The Republicans spend a lot more than Democratic. So it's a little bit different than him. But at the same time, like, oh, it's so there's, smart. Yeah, there's there's people right now that are like, I, I honestly don't see how it's not a red wave. Like, I just don't see it right yeah, now. I'm starting to see I, it. I think I think everybody's kind of I think the general populace is kind of done with this monkey pox COVID-19 bullshit. I don't hear anybody around me right now, even like the real lefties here in Phoenix. I don't hear a lot of them talking about COVID. I really don't. I don't really have a lot of like, I don't really see a lot of masks. The only time I'm required to wear a mask is I work at some like, uh, like old folks homes and they're still requiring masks. And it's like, you know what? I'll fucking wear a mask here. I don't know. That's fine. Most of it. Usually the mask is better smelling than the fucking old folks home. So, you know, like, like it's almost a benefit to me to wear a mask at that point, but you know, it's, I think there's a lot of people on the left where the left's scare tactics over the last, you know, three, four going on five years, definitely the last three with COVID. um, They're not working as much anymore. Even though there's a large portion of the population, not a large portion. I should stop saying that. There's a portion of the population that is extremely loud and extremely vocal about COVID-19. There's a lot of people that are like, yeah, you're being kind of fucking crazy because this isn't a daily occurrence in my life anymore. And even when it is, it's not as serious as you're making out to be. Yeah, dude, they were the party of the COVID nonsense. Like they, they all, they went all in on that shit. And, and, you know, honestly, because, because of like Trump didn't win in 2020, like that might've actually what helped of the republicans a lot because i think this economy i think that's going to be a major reason why joe biden is not going to be president 2024 and like you know it and the fact like you know trump printing all that money at the end of his year dude maybe he did that (laughs) yeah he was just like he was playing 40 40 each 10 baby that guy's that guy's that jersey trucker his, his name was ed durr that's Ed right, the fucking legend, yeah. dude. Yeah, but yeah, you know, Trump's a fucking bitch for printing all that money. It fucked us, but you yeah. know, it may have been like a last ditch. If fuck, who knows? That guy is so dumb. He's smart sometimes that maybe he did it because he was like, "This is going to guarantee a Republican getting elected in four years if yeah. there's a chance of me losing I right don't, now." Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't so, really. But... I don't really believe that. But I honestly think that I. As much as it's a Trump problem for approving it, it was a Democratic position, a Democrat position, not a Democratic, I guess Democratic too, but a Democrat position to print that money and disperse it um, throughout the populace. That's what it was. Like, let's be true to what it is. That wasn't a Republican thing while on the population level. The populace didn't want, the populace of Republicans didn't want the money to be printed. Now, I bet you a lot of fucking um, conservative senators and House of Representatives members and, you know, maybe the sitting president at the time wanted the money to be printed. 
I think Thomas Massey even voted for one of the stimuluses, but he was like, yeah. Well, I think at one point he was like, well, we got to do something because my, my area is so shut down that they're getting fucked and they're not going to be able to afford their house. And it's like, I understand, I understand that. And there's a point where your principle only hurts the people around you. And I, I can understand that too. Um, And so like, I don't, I don't necessarily blame the Republicans, but the conservatives in the United States generally as a whole did not agree with printing of the money. Now, oh, conservatives yeah. in power may have full heartedly wanted to do it, but yeah. I look at them the same as I look at Democratic Democrats in in power in the United States. So it doesn't yeah. really matter to me what they think. I look at the population as a whole, like the population, the people that do not have that kind of power. I kind of look at what they think generally and what I see from them. And like they didn't want money printed. And this is why I was like on the Republican side, like the Republican people, not the Republican um, government officials. The Republican people at that point were for once in their lives smart. It's one of the only times that I can say that their initial judgment was correct, that printing money was horrible. You don't. Yeah. Like previously, you never really saw too many like Republicans screaming and yelling about monetary policy Like you really only had Ron Paul. Like that was pretty much the only guy that would be like, yo, we there's a problem here. And now you're starting to see a little bit more. And I think it's just because of like how bad that and then also the I think the Internet. I'm not saying that like a bunch of people know economics, but I think a lot more people like a lot more people listen to people that fucking no fucking like under like i actually know i think most americans can understand that like yeah when someone prints more money it's going to cause inflation like that's all you need to know if the printer is printing there's going to be inflation and well i think a lot of people realize that especially after the last two years i don't i don't think they realized it before oh, i don't think they yeah. realized how bad it was yeah i don't think they yeah. realized how bad it actually was because there's a lot of people that are like why does this money? Because I remember listening all through my high school years and all, all even in the military, where it's like, if if there's more money, why don't they just keep prices the same so there's no inflation? Like I've heard that. I still hear that argument today. I don't hear it as much, but I still hear that argument today. Yeah, why price, don't they just keep the price same? control? Yeah, and it's like because it it doesn't work like that. Just fuck like, people over, dude. <laughs> yeah, because the only people that benefits is the people in power. Yeah, and, they're gonna, and yeah. honestly, just printing money in general, even if you have the price controls or you don't have the price controls like we don't kind of right now is like, look at what's happening with gas. You know who's making fucking bank off gas right now? The fucking corporations of the gas companies, they're making billions of dollars. They're trying to make up everything they lost over the last two and a half years yeah, from COVID of people are. not traveling and they're going to take it and the government's going to let them. And it's like, is that an allowance for like, is that, you know, allowed? Should we make a price control for that? Because it's kind of fucking garbage. But then you look at, you know, all the things that Biden has also done, cutting off the pipeline, you know, not allowing new drill sites and things like that. Like those are bad and they're they're fucking up future profits for these corporations, which is why they're trying to cut these profit or get these profits now. Because their future yeah. profits look smaller. And so it's like, yeah, it's not directly related because the pipelines and new oil sites and things like that for these companies, 
they're not going to, we're not going to reap the, as a population, we're not going to reap those benefits for a few more years. So directly, no, they don't. They, what Biden did there doesn't directly affect the price of gas, but the future projections is what all these companies care about. And these corporations care about telling their shareholders and things like that, that when something like that happens and they take a stock hit, they're going to be like, all right, well, you know, we take this stock hit, but don't worry, we'll pump up gas in San Francisco to $7 and 50 cents. Yeah, dude, did you, I think it was in California that I saw this video, but it was a video of this, uh, like uh, this fucking girl that showed up and she was like showing these elected officials, like some city hall or, or city council, whatever you was showing them these electric cars and like the city just passed a bill to invest in them or something like that, or get them around the city, maybe for city vehicles or something. So she was doing this demonstration. And I think there was like this guy just filming on his phone and he kind of was out there too. And he started asking, I think it was open to the public to see. And Basically, like she was like, yeah, you just plug it into these machines and it doesn't use any fossil fuels because it doesn't run on gasoline, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, where does where does the car like what is this plugged into? Where's the car getting the energy from? Like, oh, we're getting it from the building inside. And then he's like, well, where is that building getting power? And she's like, I think it's connected to like this whatever power plant was down by them. And he was like, that power plant runs on coal. <laughs> <laughs> that's savage. Dude, <laughs> it's, like, I, it's like, dude, that's my thing. All right. So like as much as I've shit on the right on this podcast, that's my thing with the left. That dude, they care absolutely about infuriates shit. me. Dude, that environment it, shit pisses me off, dude. When I hear him start spouting it, I'm like, dude. Me. I'm like, you know, that's government propaganda, right? <laughs> yeah. Like this is, this is like the clearest form of government propaganda. Like you dumb fucks. Like they're like, just plug. Like it's so simple, right? To them. It's so simple. Just yeah. plug it in. It's using electricity. It's better than gas. And it's like, where do you, where does our gas come from? <laughs> what, what? Like, I, I feel like they think it's like this magic fucking machine somewhere. like within their county or something like that where it's just just like this these two magnets that are rotating around this magnetic dome and it's just creating enough electricity that it just it's it's free electricity and we have to pay for it just because they have to take care of the facilities and it's like they got it's just this they got them and it's like like fooled that like there's this thing like nuclear energy which is all like honestly i don't know all i've known is smarter people than me have told me that nuclear energy is a lot cleaner apparently it's easier to produce i'm not really sure about that but it's a lot cleaner and it's easy and it's actually like available like you could do it right now and we're not they're like shutting them down around the country and i'm like like it's dangerous it's It's dangerous dangerous. it's too dangerous and and the waste from it is the the waste from it kills the fish and it's like Yo, a lot of these plants like realize like, oh, you we realize can't what we're dumping in the fucking Pacific right now. <laughs> Do you know how much coal we burn a year to produce the electricity you want me to just plug in my car to? Like, if we're gonna be honest about talking, like I just I just want people to be honest. Like it's so yeah. difficult to just have an honest conversation because I instantly when you like i try i i fucking try with whether it's my parents or you know people that i'm friends with because i have a lot of lefty ass friends so it's like i just fucking try because i know they're in i know they're intelligent 
I, and I had these same arguments and that's what I try to get through to most of these people. It's like, I was, I was right there with you, bud. I was yeah. right there. And it's like, just try to follow me on this. What do you think is better? Honestly. And let me lay out the whole facts before your insecurities and mental sentiments come into play. And yeah. I, I, I ask you honestly, to try to not let everything else that has been told in your life to sway you. Just listen to what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that I'm the absolute like knower of all things, but let me lay this out. You go back and search some of the things that I said and search it from alternative sources that aren't just CNN or Fox news or this, that, or the other, and just try to get a better understanding and then come back at me with your argument. I'm not saying that I know it all. I'm not. That's not my, that's not my thing. I'm just saying that I look at it from a lot more in an objective point than you do. And it's extremely frustrating and it pisses me off when they're just like, just, just get a car that plugs into the out wall outlet. It's better for the environment. And it's like, bro, suck my, like, that's where my emotions come out. And it's like, yeah. After we've had this conversation, I'm like, bro, suck my fucking dick. And yeah, I'm like, you're dude, a groomer. So... I'm like, suck my dick. I... Deep throat my balls, bitch. I... It was so crazy to me because, like, when I was, like, when my community, like, that is just not a concern. <laughs> like, like that no one even talks about, like, global warming. Like, that's just not. So when I, like, moving to Arizona, I was like, oh, my God, these lefties really care about the fucking environment, dude. And what they would, it's like so weird because it's like, they're like they so- live here in Phoenix, Arizona, where there's no yeah. goddamn water. And we import it all from the Colorado fucking river that has been out of water for like 17 fucking years. And there's a reason why we're in a drought that lasts fucking more than 365 days. It's just so frustrating. Yeah, dude. Like it's so, it was so crazy. Like I didn't realize, but like in college, like there, that's all, I don't know. They're like, we don't need these coal mines and stuff anymore i'm like bro like do you like i understand sure i'm sure fossil fuels does something to the atmosphere and i'm i'm sure it has some sort of negative effect sure i'll I'll grant you that i don't really know honestly but as much as i've seen it not that not much and but whatever if we but if you get rid of that like if you just get rid of all that that structure that fucking power structure that gives life to our entire society you would knock us back into like probably the apocalypse. I, I I don't think America could be able to just survive. Like like fucking Germany was having like I think it was Germany in the eighties because of their there was some problem with their power plant. And they would have they had rolling blackouts for like years, like years that this kept going on. I think it's even starting to happen in Germany. I've heard because I, of I think that. That happened with that happened during the time the USSR occupied part of uh, Germany, but well, maybe, yeah. it is also happening again where they've had rolling blackouts where they're telling their people like, "Hey, we're gonna have a blackout this fucking day because yeah. they don't have enough energy." Yeah, and it's like, dude, like I don't know, like people, like for example, like the people in Arizona, like you can't really take a break uh, in the summer with not having power like that's just not really possible like florida like the like these people like there's a statue of the guy that invented the air conditioning in florida 
Like that's how much he means to these people. Like he <laughs> say he made their life so much more bearable in Florida because of this. So like they love this guy. If you just take that away, like I mean, I, it's so crazy. And like, and then and then I've heard this before. It's like, oh, China. China's like now they're gonna be like the leading per, like users of fossil fuel and coal and all this. And and they're and it's like, yeah, but like all those people like all those people in china which is like one eighth of the world are all being lifted out of like harsh living conditions because this energy like the more energy a country has the higher the standard of living is like yeah it's because it's cheaper yeah it's just so much better for people when you don't have to like worry about like cool like having to stay cool and having to be hot in the winter or whatever it opens up your free time to do a lot more things like innovate and make your society better (laughs) i think i i don't think people realize how big china really is like china's a huge fucking country and it's and it's north to south like platitude is extremely large so like they they cover up a large portion of the northern hemisphere but they go down pretty close and pretty down far into the middle hemisphere. Like yeah. they have a large demographic of people that like we like the like North America, we're all Northern hemisphere. Like there's a reason why we're North America. We're the, we're all in North America or yeah. Northern hemisphere, but yeah. like a large portion of <laughs> China, there's a large portion of China in that like middle uh, equator area. There's part of it in there. And it's like, Bro, they China is so far removed from like this is like we we're talking about reality. And it's like all these people that are like, especially on the right, that are like China's coming for know, the United dude. States government. So and it's like, it's like, bro, I get it. There's definitely there's definite ties to US senators, House of Representatives, congressional members in gen in general, maybe even that are president. connected. To, yeah, maybe <laughs> even the president that are connected to China. I get I get it. I get it. But to think at any point, the only way that they could they could, you know, have sway is they buy out these people. And, you know, maybe the top officials in China with their combined net worths and stuff can buy out some of these officials. But for them to come and make the United States China's bitch is almost literally impossible. Like we're not going to be speaking Chinese in the next 50 years. Like we're not like there's going to be people that do because they're going to become at, at a certain X at, at a certain point. If the U S dollar doesn't fail, China is definitely going to have the means to be one of the biggest business centers in the world. And it, that's a very valid possibility, but guess what? The United States is so arrogant in the way that we view things. And especially the way that we do business that the business spoken language is still going to be United States. It's still going to be English, United States, English. There's a reason why the French never were covered after we took over. And there's a reason why nobody else has either. Like we're, there's a certain aspect of being American or whatever. And a lot of countries say that it's arrogance. And I'm, I tend to agree with them. There's a lot of arrogance in the United States, us compared to the rest of the world. But there, that arrogance kind of leads into good business decisions like it's it's it just happens that way and i don't think trade with china is a bad fucking thing 
No, I think it's like essential. I think I, I don't think we could go to war with China because I think we'd like tank both of our economies. Like, instantly. and I don't exactly. I don't think they could go to war with us, and I think they've realized that. And oh, the reason why they're 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 running this fascist commie like it's it's somewhere in between. Like, it's a weird. They're the way their government and economic structure is set up is somewhere in between this fascist communist like setup that it's the government owns private businesses but it's yeah. all owned by the workers which are which own the government it, it doesn't make a lot of like it, it's like they they're transitioning in the middle of transitioning from communism to fascism like it's like basically right how i mean i mean and like that i mean america's a fascist country like I mean, it's happening. Yeah, right. let's be honest here. Like, like, we're pretty fucking fascist, dude. Like, oh, corporations and the state working together. Like, well, that's kind of what's happening here. That's weird. <laughs> but like, uh, but no, like, you know, you're like in China's China, like the you know people will like you know don't get me wrong. Like, the Chinese government is a horrible regime, and they do horrible things to their own people. But they're when they cross borders. They cross borders with businessmen in briefcases, not with soldiers with guns. And that's how they negotiate with people. They're not. And then, yeah, I guess there is a strong possibility that like they might take Taiwan and take Taiwan back. I don't know if it'll be easy for them, but it's it's it, they could definitely like they probably think that it's still China because well, for like 600 years before that, it was China. <laughs> like, it, and, and they like kind of seceded from China. And then America's like, yep, yeah, they're, they're a country now. You can't invade or we're showing up. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? If if Hawaii all of a sudden was like, yeah, we're just Hawaii now. We're not the United States. And then China's like, yep, yeah, that's Hawaii. And if you do anything about it, we go to war. Like America's like, you, what? What'd you say to me, bitch? Like, I think, I think Hawaii's asses. tried to do that for a long time. And everybody's just like, nah, Hawaii, after, you're by yourself. After we slaughtered their king, dude, they got pretty submissive. So, I mean, that's that's what America is, the king slayers. Yeah, dude, they are. And that's, and that, so that's like, there is a strong possibility. I mean, like, you know, like the America, like on the global scale is the empire, like it is the dominant force. Nothing other countries can't do other things but on like on our watch. I mean, this is why that Russia thing is such a big deal, is because it is another country doing something that we're we didn't give our stamp of approval. We do not like that. And like anything, anytime in the other countries are like going to war, like America's right there. I mean, look at the Saudi war on Yemen. I mean, I think there's a ceasefire right now, but for like eight years, we're back in the Saudis up on their yeah. war. And now yeah. there's like all these like this, this is why the I think like Putin said this and I think he's he said that he said this recently he was bragging oh, we're a little quoting bit. Putin now <laughs> yeah he bragged Here we well, go. He, he's he's kind of right but he was bragging a little bit about how the Russian economy is actually at least somewhat stabilizing and the American economy is actually taking a pretty good hit and he say he said that the unipolar moment is over and what he's saying is I don't like I think that is like what Russia kind of did was like kind of prove that maybe America is in a little bit of a stage of a paper tiger. Now we're, I don't get me wrong, we're arming the shit out of the Ukrainians, but that's really all we can do. 
And I yeah, and we just we just good chance gave them another work. billion dollars. Yeah, but I don't just gave them another like, billion dollars. There's so much like domestic problems going on that I don't think they could get away with their foreign policy shenanigans anymore. At least not. I hope not. I hope I, not. I also said they couldn't shut down the country for a fucking two weeks, that's true. let alone yeah, two years. That's, that's so, very true. I won't, yeah. I won't, you know, I, I didn't think that was that. God damn. I'm still a little disappointed that, <laughs> that, that but, wasn't you know, I think, 76 right there. <laughs> I think you were, I think you were spot on when you were talking about China, when you said that, uh, well, my thing with China is like, how many, how many countries is China in? right now currently i think they have one military base and one other country yeah and it's like it's like and we're worried about fucking china and that was a big deal when they did that america freaked out this is china's aggressive expansion like okay (laughs) bitch yeah yeah and that's what i'm saying it's like all right you have a better you have a better opportunity getting through the united states state's population's head with russia like russia is the only other country that is like we're gonna you know support the north koreans and put military in i don't know saudi arabia or put military in fucking iraq or you know that's like russia operates similarly to the united states just on a smaller scale and they have more countries to be involved in closer to them than the United States. And they don't even do it at the scale that we do. We're across the world from most of the places that we have bases in and Russia's right next door. And they don't even have the amount of bases that we do. And they're less kilometer distance from those places than we are. And it's like, this is where, this is where it's like the, the argument breakdown. It's like with the whole China thing is like, bro, where are they at? Like where, show me point to me on the map where china touched you like i just i just (laughs) don't i don't see that argument and it's not that i'm taking them for granted or that don't worry about them at all it's not that like it's just like a in a sense it's just like fuck it we'll deal with that problem when it comes to it but like let's take an honest look at ourselves and realize that's what this whole thing is about right like we've talked about this for the last three years that we've done this podcast it's like America's not the fucking superhero that you think he is. America's the fucking dude from the boys that just like fucking Man, takes out me. everybody. Yeah. yeah, that takes out everybody that everybody thinks is Superman. And he's just like fucking up people on a constant daily basis. Like that's yeah. what we are. We're not the Superman in the comics. We're the fucking home leader in, in fucking the boys. Yeah, dude. Like we like we we in, like invade like we basically took over the ent- most of the middle east besides like iran and and good for them and good, good for good fucking for, iran good for iran dude hold off dude they, i mean yeah. seriously they like they're like there, there's a, a there's a queue there's a queue area that we we don't there's a queue country they're on like the horn of hormuth or something like that there's a queue country over there that we don't have hold of either Mm-hmm. can't remember and, the name of it, it and we're, like, you. we're still in japan we're still, still in, japan. in germany and, like so after dude, you and i like you and i were beat the fuck out of we're like yeah, yeah we're never leaving you and i were in japan and we watched how those people act <laughs> yeah <laughs> like uh, like we went to mainland I, uh, me only for a couple hours different times but 
like there's a there's a different sense when an american walks through you know tokyo or some small uh island when you walk through it's different it's not like walking through and because they just automatically assume you're military obviously because we're occupying their country as their military it's like it's not a good it's not it's honestly not a good feeling when there's people at the gate saying no more offspring because it kills so many fucking people a year like yeah or just or no more artillery because we destroy (laughs) their fucking land like Uh, you know like how the the british and like the colonial days when like the british like troops would hang out that's yeah and like they would like you know thought they were privileged do what they want occupy their houses uh, occupy their houses just like fucking wild shit dude like how many times do you remember how many times do you yeah how many times do you remember like a marine walking into a house like and getting in trouble for it like do you remember seeing that like pop up on the uh the blips for okinawa like they it's like marine walks into family of four's house or like like do you remember that shit no, I don't remember those. I remember, like, I, you could, there was a place, I don't remember where it was, but you could, like, look at the, like, military log for what happened on the island for, oh, you know, okay. the last week or something like that. And it's, like, Marine walks in family as for his house and beats the shit out of the dad because he thinks he's at home or something like that. Like, like <laughs> it's just, like, no shit they don't fucking like us, bro. We've been involved in their lives for the last 80 years yeah like it's pretty yeah and it's pretty bad too because like and like basically all around the base is just degeneracy (laughs) like all all around the base is just like bars strip clubs uh we got tagged in a video recently of like two marines getting fight getting in a fight (laughs) and base patrol being like don't record this bro (laughs) yeah 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 dude and but it's and it's serious like we fucking i mean don't get me wrong the people that the bar owners and stuff obviously they love the money and whatever but like i'm sure the common people that live there just trying to live their lives like they fucking hate like they probably say like don't go near the military bases because it's fucking shitty over there like that's just yeah, it, and it is. It's all de- it's all degenerate shit. Like it's that's all that forms around a base. And like I can I understand like thinking like if hey if you're trying to raise your family, you can't take like you can't live next to uh, Kin Town. I'll just say that yeah. you should not yeah. be anywhere near that place. If I lived in if I lived in a place that had a military base, I would strictly tell my son and daughter to never go near the military base like don't go yeah. within 10 miles of the military base you'd be like you'd be like mufasa talking to simba like what's that yeah, over that's, there? The, never that's go the dark there. land we never go there <laughs> yeah dude i'd be like yeah no matter how fun it seems it's not that fun they're literally just a bunch of drunk suicidal assholes running yeah. around in that place a lot yeah, of times I naked i don't know why there's always a dude naked yeah it's yeah so like and we 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 are and we're occupying these places like dude like i think like my grandpa might have been in japan like my dad uh, my dad your didn't, like, dad was in japan yeah he never was stationed there but he did stop there on that mule yeah. he was on and yeah it's like jesus christ dude how long do we have and like i used to think and and then there is a little bit of it too where 
a lot of these countries, um, especially more the political side, well, this might be because like maybe America had a hand to play in who participates in their politics in their country, but also it's a really big way, easy way not to have to spend money on a defense budget when you have the United States just chilling yeah. in your country. So it's like, yeah. we're the, I mean, we are the empire. We, they, I mean, the country kind of benefits from us a little bit, I guess, but it's also like the community there just gets like completely fucking destroyed. And dude, how fucking pissed would you be if you're some, like, imagine it being like, so Okinawa, like, they don't even really consider themselves Japanese. There's yes! like a distinction. That's the biggest fucking thing. That when I found that out, dude, and I actually thought about it, like it's the biggest fuck you because like they don't even really want to be a part of Japan, and Japan is sticking them with the Marines. Like yeah. that's and we just like the United States basically just annexed them and said you're a part of Japan now. Like we took over the island and you're like, you're a part of Japan. Oh wow. I didn't know that, but like they were, they were kind of, they were in like a truce before World War II, like where Okinawa was Okinawa. They were the prefect, they were a prefecture kind of, but they had their own laws that were different than Japan's federal laws and things like that. And I bet you they probably gave like a, um, what are they, uh, tithings or teethings or whatever, basically taxes to the federal government of Japan. Yeah. But they they didn't like see Japan's emperor as their emperor. Isn't it crazy that we had emperors and kings in fucking 1945, bro? Isn't that just fucking doesn't that just blow your like legitimate kings and queens? <laughs> yeah, legitimate yeah. kings, queens, and emperors in 1945. That's just it blows my mind all every all the fucking time. Like that's not a big that's not a big time of history that is without like this. Yeah. royalty that we've talked like this divine world anyways but it's like democracy you know, like kind of just completely took go- like almost completely took over the world yeah yeah like it's yeah. fucking so wild it makes no just- like when you when you sit there and think about some of this shit this this shit so we we were talking with cole from um tower gang podcast yeah. uh we were talking with him we have a group chat with him and we talked to him a lot but we were talking with him and it, he sent us a video of a marine or a, a army guy in the background of a biden video when biden's like talking <laughs> wasn't it yeah. biden yeah 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 it was biden video no and biden it was, was DeSantis. Talking. it was DeSantis. oh it was DeSantis. you're right uh he was in the background of DeSantis talking making the elon musk african-american joke that he made um yeah. that you guys probably all heard about and um he was so he was sitting there and he just like didn't react at all and there was a lot of people like commenting talking about look look even the army guy's not reacting to his stupid joke da, 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 da. and it's like bro like there's a certain point in your fucking head like i like when you're involved in things like that like shows yeah that people are doing where you go so far into your head you're not even paying attention the only time that you pay attention is when you hear like certain strike words where you have to like yes sir no sir Remove, salute yeah. or whatever you know, you have to do certain things. So those are the only things that your brain picks up. But these are the things at those points in time that I would think about. I'm like, I'll be sitting there in a, a changeover formation. We're getting a new fucking commanding general for the base. And I'm sitting there marching and then going into like going into our position, 
standing at salute, doing my salute. And then we're standing there at attention or parade rest for an hour and a half, 40 or fucking two hours. And I'm just like, where I'm in Okinawa, Japan. And less than 80 years ago, when I was in less than 80 years ago, this place was held by an emperor. And that, that's what I do. That's what I do. I go into my fucking head and yeah. I can sit there well, that, and I go down fucking my own it's rabbit like, holes of things that don't make sense. And yeah. like this whole, like, and that's when I, that's when you start questioning what reality is. And that's probably what brought <laughs> me here. I bet you there's not a lot of people. There was probably not a lot of people that had any thoughts in their head at that time. I fully believe Whoa. that there's a lot of people, especially in the military, because there's a low IQ requirement in the military. There's an IQ requirement, but a very oh, low. We're, start, we're starting to talk about IQ now, huh? Yeah, dude. <laughs> we need to get rid of most white people. Like that's my <laughs> that's my idea on IQ. Because um, you can't judge a fish by how high they can get in a tree, how high dude, they can climb a tree. I fucking hated when my commanding officer said that shit. <laughs> so, but you know, like I would sit there in my fucking head, and then I would like look over, and. There's probably like a look of blankness on my face. But then when I talked to people after those kind of formations, they were like, I was like, what, what were you thinking about during that? Because I think that shit's interesting. It's like, you, we got an hour and a half out here of just yeah. not talking yeah, like, and doing shit. Anyone, it's like, what do you think about? Anyone that doesn't understand, like sometimes in the military, you get selected for like these, uh, I don't know, these changeover, change of command ceremony. They're all ceremonies, ceremony for something, yeah. whatever the fuck it is. And you get a whole bunch of ceremonies and you got to march around and hold, do shit with your rifle. And you got to look good in marching. Like I'm sure everyone knows. And then you got to stand for a long ass time. Yeah. And while the ceremony is going, you stand for a long ass time and you don't like, you don't talk. You're not supposed to move. Like you just stand there for like, literally stand there for like 30 minutes. You don't itch your face. You're not allowed to itch itch your your face. face. No, nothing. Now, like the Navy, they'd let them get away with it. I always saw those fucking sailors over there taking breaks and water breaks over there, dude. Just I fucking hate it. When yeah, we just pass out like men. And then yeah, you just get out of the yeah, whole I'm, fucking thing. I'm not even joking. Like we're standing there and someone will pass out. And then two Marines from the back will run up, pick up the dude. And then they just go to yeah, the back. That's like a no joke fucking thing. You just they just pick them up. Like there's two corpsmen, two Navy guys that are designated yeah. to do this. They like one of us will pass out because they lock their knees and they're not dude, fucking they I've go so far do, into nothingness I've seen people do it on purpose <laughs> yeah. like, dude i've thought about doing it on purpose a lot but i ain't no bitch so i didn't do it <laughs> but you know it gets it gets fucking hot in japan you know 90 degrees with 100 percent humidity and you know people just fucking pass it's hot as balls and you're out there for more than an hour you're out yeah. there for more than an hour standing straight and you're not allowed to move you're not allowed to move it makes no sense and you can't really no hear sense. you can't like yeah. you, you'll hear your commands of what we're talking you to do. the people sitting in the stadium yeah. that you're in front of yeah like you don't really hear anything so you like like luke says like when you're you're just kind of there and you're not there to listen that's not why they picked brought you there you're not there to pay attention to what the fuck you're they're look, talking about you're there to look you're, pretty you're there to look good and that's all you need to do and so you don't need to fucking all you need to do is like sometimes the when the general when the actual little ceremony part that the general participates in but there's always some bullshit chain of command where like where the first general has to give this long ass speech about like how proud he is and all the bullshit he did there and then 
Then he goes in this little bit about how this guy is replacing me. I know he's going to lead well. Then this other general comes up and then he gives his acceptance speech. Like, I'm so honored to take that. And this bullshit. Yeah, you have like 15 minutes of work at the beginning. You have 15 minutes of work at the beginning. Marching there, doing the fucking salutes and shit like that. The prayer and all that. And then you're stationary for like an hour at least. At the very minimum. It was never less than an hour. And then sometimes longer. I've the longest one I was in was two hours. And then you have another 15 minutes of doing shit and then you're done. So it's yeah. like two and a half hours of doing shit. But in that middle portion where they're talking and doing all their shit, you're, I'm just in my head. And that's the kind of rabbit holes I go down is what fucking place they had emperors here in the place that I'm standing literally less than 80 years ago and then but and afterwards i sit there and i want to talk to the people around me because i haven't talked in two hours and obviously i'm a fucking talker why did i start a podcast if i wasn't so i'm a fucking talker and i'm like what do you guys think about and they're like bro i just kind of just zoned out i was looking at this bird and i'm like what you were just looking at this bird (laughs) elon so what i would say um you know i'm focused on listening to him what he's saying is not important if you're watching the video look at this guy this guy in the army, he's just, this is his face the entire time that DeSantis talks. Even when he makes the joke. Even when he makes the joke. I mean, we, we can watch th- this. 22, uh, but with Elon Musk, what I would say is, you know, I welcome support from African-Americans. What can I say? Dude, that guy's not there. He's not he's there. He's not there, dude. That, he's, that's that's he's, me. Yeah. But I bet you if I asked him, what were you thinking about in that moment? He was like, I don't know. I saw a white hair on the guy's shoulder. So I was just staring at that. And like, there's, there's a lot of people. So there's a lot of people and I, I, maybe it's people in our audience. Maybe it's not, but there's a lot of people that do not have thoughts go into their head. Like they can't hear their own mind. We talked about this with a monologue in their head. They do not have an inner monologue in their fucking head. And it blows my fucking mind because mine doesn't shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yeah. My mind doesn't shut the fuck up. As fast as I speak, my mind is already like 17 minutes in the future. Like it's already going into its own world. Yeah, dude. And that's what, that's what I like. I would do it. Just daydream about, I don't even know. Nonsense. Like, yeah. Random. I'd go, I'd go down the fucking rabbit hole so hard. And that's probably how I got to where I am now. And most people just think we're psychopaths. So like, that's fine. We, we, We might be. I think, well, I mean, even Cole, after I said that, he was like, that's just called schizophrenia. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, well, that's fine. It's, it's required. It's how you survive. <laughs> <laughs> um, last thing we should talk about is how the cows are not dying of heat. Oh, yeah. That's all that. I share. Um, the DNC is actually just poisoning their pool <laughs> of voters. <laughs> yeah. Well, there was, ah, uh, I wish I, let me see if I can. I'm sure it. you could find it on your Twitter real quick. Yeah. Who? Oh, I could just go to my. Yeah, just go to your Twitter. You quote tweeted it yesterday. Um, for those of you that don't know, it's something like 10,000 cows. I don't remember the state currently. I know it's uh, of Kansas. where the video came from. I think it is Kansas. Um, but there's also a shit ton in Nebraska as well. There's been a shit ton of cows that have just died randomly. And the story is that it's from heat um extreme heat and if you look at the comments and you know i 
grew up a little bit in the summer around or in Nebraska and around cattle and farms and things like that. Like it has to be an extreme amount of heat for a dude with their legs up like that. Like they just got rolled over. They all died like relatively close at the same time. They're all at the same time. Like people didn't drag them into this position. Like you're not telling me that people dragged them into this position. Yeah, there's no way. I guess they're I guess they're forklifting them there. But at the same time, dude, like it's insane. It's incredibly sad. I don't like to watch animals die. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I'm not sure. I'm not. Where does it say? Okay, extreme heat. Well, this guy, this guy was. I think he was wrong because there's a lot of Ian Miles Chong. For those of you that aren't watching the video it's ian miles chong the asian republican crazy man he is a crazy man i'm just gonna say it yeah he does have some crazy thoughts but it says extreme heat and humidity kill thousands of cattle in kansas this week so far and estimated ten thousand heads of fat cattle dead and then i mean scroll down yeah because he has he has even thousands more dead in nebraska looks like a meat shortage is coming in addition to the wheat shortage you will eat bugs you will own nothing you will be happy (laughs) and that's a funny line like i i mean he's not wrong there uh the meat shortage was coming regardless yeah i don't want to read through all the comments but pretty much all the a lot of the top comments were a lot they claimed that they were farmers or ranchers and that's not how those cows died. And I actually haven't seen any more on it, but a lot of people were speculating that they think it might it might have been some poison or maybe maybe contaminated water. That's a very yeah, contaminated problem. water, poison. Um, for those of you who don't know, alfalfa is a big thing that people put in hay to kill their it's always been a thing where people put like hay into their rival farms. Um, they put alfalfa into their rival farms hay because it looks very similar when it's dried out and up in a bundle um, and that kills cattle just as well but there has also been many reports over the last 10 years of the government paying people off on these farms and things like that not these specific farms but farms in general there's a if you go down this fucking rabbit hole this is another rabbit hole that I go down um, paying people off to burn everything on their farm dude they did that during the depression yes they did they're doing it they were doing it during COVID 19 to burn everything on their farm to burn everything whatever product that they are using to burn it all the government paid them pay them for that yeah yeah to burn it all um so that it it created a shortage and it wasn't just like one farm it was like multiple farms over you know that supply a large amount of product um, and then paid them to burn their crops. And then the amount that they paid them was so good that they did it, even though it would create a shortage. And a lot of these look, a lot of these farms, a lot of these farms, especially when they're family owned and things like that are barely breaking even. There's a lot, there's quite a few that are billion dollar organizations. Don't get me wrong. I understand that. But a lot of these family-owned ones that have produced for years and years and years and years and years that never conglomeratized or co-opt or maybe they co-opt, but they didn't corporatize or any of those things. They're getting fucked over. And 10,000 ahead, that's a that's a decent-sized farm, but that's not a huge 
that's not a huge like farm. And this is just one farm that this happened to this 10,000 ahead. It's not a, that's not a large farm. That's probably like a medium cattle. Uh, I don't know. It's been a while since I've been around like a lot of the farms. So I'm not going to act like I know exactly how many I had. 10,000 is a fucking lot, but I know there's some that have a hundred K like I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't be able to tell you. I just like uh, most farms got, around here. You got cows probably, around you. Yeah. People have cattle. It's, but it generally. At least there, the are they that, more dairy cattle? Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's what um, it gen- is in Phoenix. That's, yeah, there's a lot of dairy cattle here. Uh, I don't mean they they have. Yeah, I mean generally though, like I, I would say. Did most your cattle people, die? No, they're all fine. But most people don't have like nearly that many. I would say like no. a lot of ones are smaller, and they have like ten or twenty. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe there's a few around here with a hundred, but that's probably the highest around here. Yeah, that's generally like I uh, like for the most part, that's generally how I think of most farms. Those are small and family farms. But I just know that there's there's definitely some like not corporatized, like larger farms that 10,000 is like a medium farm. Like that's in my head, that's like a medium to big farm, like going on to big. But like some of the big conglomerates, those are 100K like there's. They have land for days. How how hot is it in uh in where you're at right now? Illinois, Southern Illinois. Today, I think it was. Well, today was a cooler day. It was like not, you know, lower 90s, like 92, but we had 100% humidity. So what's it? What's the feel like there? Uh, I don't know. I'll just look right now. Yeah, bring it up. Let's see because I'm gonna look at the past weather in kansas um in the last week actually i can go back to right now so it feels like 91 it's 85 degrees let's see thursday june 9th which was last thursday it was a high of 88 in kansas this is just general kansas um feels like or is 81 feels like 88 90 91 feels like 95 uh 97 feels like 99 on monday 91 feels like 93 on tuesday there has been kind feels of like 90 it's hot here it's hot but it's not hot to kill ten thousand ahead yeah i don't think that i don't think the heat killed those cattle either there's just something think... not right about it yeah there's something weird something weird and like what was it uh i don't remember some i forgot this was a couple weeks ago maybe a couple months ago but there was like all these like different um places that were burning down do you remember read here yeah yeah so like there there's a big thing right now where like there's a lot of food production places that are burning down whether they're whether they're like uh meat farm or not farms but like meat packaging plants or wheat packaging plants or um packaging plants for food products in general so there's been a lot of those i saw one thread where it was you know who actually did like uh, like a sarcastic ass thread was nate um he did yeah like duncan and nate ghost hosting nate um 
Nate did a thread and he was like, these packaging plants burn down every year. And everybody's, this is just a right wing, like propaganda swing. And it's, I went and looked it up because I was like, I don't fucking know. I don't know how many packing plants burn down every year. And it's like, like, like generally we're, we're in the same amount that generally like burn down every year. It seems like there's probably just like, it might be a little bit higher this year, but like the packaging plants and all these things kind of just seems like a, yeah, it's pretty common or not, not pretty common, but the amount compared to what is, it's a small percentage. I see. So it's like, a so small it's not like it's pretty common. It's just like a pretty small amount. At least that's from my research. That's what I got from it. After I saw that comment, um, I wouldn't read too much into that, but just like the amount of cattle that they're saying is dying right now in Kansas and Nebraska and Iowa. Like I just, mm, seems weird and there was like a big wheat burning like a big wheat field burning recently and that's why in that comment it it uh alludes to the wheat crisis so it's just like there's things that you know and you know you can go after the the packaging plants and stuff too you can i there's there might be a conspiracy there i bet you it's more of an insurance fraud thing than anything but uh uh 10,000 a head feeds a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, dude, you'd be surprised how much one cattle can feed like a family of four. I mean, it's a, I mean, I know people that like hunt deer and they eat and they store their deer and then their deer meat. I mean, and then they'll eat that deer like all year round. <laughs> like, yeah. And, and, and you know, if you had to, if you had to eat it every single day, yeah, probably last you three, four months. Uh, I'm not really too sure on that, but I mean, these guys always, they're always bringing deer sausage to work. <laughs> so and I want, I, I want to be in a place sausage. that I can go hunt deer in Arizona. It's extremely hard to get a tag for deer. It's a giant lottery yeah. and I'm not good at hunting. So <laughs> yeah, I need, you I need to, buddy. I know I need to get a hunting buddy. Maybe I'll get uh, the other Tyler, our buddy, Tyler G. That we uh fucking talk to. Uh he likes yeah. to hunt. Oh, well yeah, maybe maybe you can make him go. I think but he also has more guns than me. So I need to get I need to get like a 30 out six or you need to get, need get a decent hunting rifle. <laughs> no, you need to get a get an AR fifteen. It's for hunting. <laughs> He's gonna go hunting with his AK. And I was like, damn, I'm kind of jealous. I kind of want to go hunting with an AK. That sounds dope. Yeah, well, I might go bow hunting like that's really big around i want to i kind of want to get i kind of want to get a bow I just, yeah, that's really i don't, big I don't really have here. a lot of dude i'm gonna you saw my apartment i'm in an yeah. apartment that is like as big as you know my left nut or your left nut if we're talking about giant nuts <laughs> it's so little, like yeah. i'm in the i'm in an apartment that's almost the same size as that so i don't i, I can't keep buying shit but i'm in a place that i can buy shit right now yeah you don't have the room but you have yeah (laughs) yeah because well i want to go hunting but like where am i going to keep all the meat i don't have a place to put the meat that's true that's true i'm gonna have to rent out a storage unit to buy a fucking ice um like a big uh freezer (laughs) so i can keep the meat somewhere and then go pick it up weekly yeah i don't yeah i they everyone they, they got like fucking four deep freezes for whatever they yeah. catch dude probably more than that like 
Like these these rednecks know what they're doing. They've fucking I know, dude. They got like my yeah, my cousin's property, he's got like all these deer stands. Like he's got a huge property. So it's so big. He's got like deer stands everywhere and he's he's like, dude, he's always bragging about it. And I'm like, actually, this is really fucking cool. <laughs> like, well, you go hunting, tell me how it is, then I'll come up for a weekend and we'll go deer or a week. We'll go deer hunting and then we can uh, come on the podcast and tell everybody about it. Yeah, dude. Just be Joe Rogan. <laughs> we're just gonna be Joe Rogan. <laughs> we're two. We're two Joe Rogans. We're both idiots. We can't fight as well as he can. He's got a monster kick, but we can bow hunt. Yeah, we'll be able to bow hunt and have a widely successful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right, maybe not that last one, but yeah. Well, I actually want to read this article, and okay. it kind of reflects to the food shortages stuff. Let's go. Oops. All right. So it's a Bloomberg article and it's uh, corporate self-sanctioning of Russia has us fearing economic backblow. Who would have thought? Who would have It's always Russia's fault. Dude, it's like the fucking 80s again. <clears throat> okay. So this is Stranger by Daniel. Is big. Daniel Flatley, Nick Wadhams, Wadhams. <laughs> and. I'm terrible at these names, dude. Salia Mawson? Sound it out. There we go. I fucking got it, dude. All right. So Russia's invasion of Ukraine galvanized. Why did it take three people to write this? That's what I don't understand. I don't know. That's pretty. They're fucking Bloomberg corporate journalists, dude. I don't know. But uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine galvanized U.S., U.K., and European Union to unleash a slew of sanctions meant to punish Vladimir Putin's government and pressure him to pull his forces back. But some Biden administration officials are now privately expressing concern that rather than discussing the Kremlin as intended, the penalties are instead exacerbating inflation, worsening food insecurity, pushing and punishing ordinary Russians more than is more than Putin or his allies. Yeah, that's what fucking happens with sanctions. It's not the <laughs> fucking rich people that really get hurt. It's the regular people. Um, okay, if, if officials were initially impressed by the willingness of companies from BP, uh, what is what is PLC? I don't know. I would just say PLC. <laughs> All right, BP PLC to uh, Mc. McDonald's Corp to abruptly self-sanction, sometimes selling assets as fire sell prices. But the administration was caught off guard by the potential knock-on effects from self-chain bottlenecks to uninsurable grain exports due to companies' decisions to leave, according to the people familiar with internal discussions. In some cases, companies have signaled that they are extra cautious or want clear guidance from the u.s before continuing business with russia until that happens they are going beyond any legal requirements to ensure they don't accidentally violate sanction policy according to justine walker the head of global sanction and risk at the association of certified anti-money laundering special jesus (laughs) christ dude why is that no wonder acronyms just give me the acronym ACAMLS. Yeah, ACAMLS. Um, PLC stands for Public Limited Company. Oh, I did not know that. So it's it's um, British Petroleum Public Limited Company. Gotcha. Um, 
quote, because we have so many at once, governments are not able to step in and give precise clarification. And we are seeing many, many examples of authorities coming to different positions. Walker said in an interview, companies ask, should we be applying sanctions to this entity? And the government will come back and say, you need to make your own decision. Oh, no shit. Uh, U.S. quietly urges Russia fertilizers deal to unlock train, uh, grain trade. In an acknowledgement of that concern, on May 25th, the Treasury Department Office of Foreign Assets Control, or OFAC, which oversees sanction regimes, extended a general license so that companies can continue to pay taxes, fees, and import duties related to business in Russia until September 30th. The message was clear. Doing business in Russia is allowed, provided companies aren't working with sanction, sanctioned entities. How does, all right, so how does that make sense? What are the sanctioned entities that they are, are, are they giving them a list? Yeah, I'm assuming they're probably, yeah, these companies got some sort of lists. And if their company deals with that, they're not allowed to deal with whatever product that they're saying. I want, I want, I want the list. Like, that's yeah. the thing. It's like, what's the fucking list? Is it everybody that's involved with Putin? Or is it, you know, just general companies that they picked out inside of Russia? Because there's been plenty of companies inside of Russia, like Louis Vuitton, McDonald's, fucking, I don't know. There's like a wide ranging amount of those companies that are inside of Russia that are American companies. It's mm-hmm. like, what, what are you going to, and this is where it goes back to, it's like the government shouldn't have this fucking power. They shouldn't yeah. get to decide who gets, and this is the problem with sanctions, like who gets to and who doesn't. This is what we've seen with COVID the last two years. Mm-hmm. Who gets yeah. to continue working and who doesn't? Like there's a totally, problem with that. It just like totally and like t- <clears throat> takes jobs away like instantly. Like, oh, you were you worked for some company in America that provided, I don't know, 30% of corn to Russia. Well, now you can't provide that corn to Russia anymore. Well, now that those people are out of jobs. Like they can't work there if they can't produce for like one of their uh major customers. It's yeah. just and like it said at the beginning how it hurts the Russian people more than the government itself. So we're punishing the Russian people for what their government does. You know what I found interesting is that there's been libertarians recently that have been for sanctions. It's like, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And sanctions are like the, that's the first thing that happens. Sanctions, embargoes. Those are the first things that happen uh, that before the next step is a lot of times can turn into war. Yeah. And you can't tell me it's not a step towards war. You can't tell me it's fucking garbage. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, In addition, a recent executive order barring management consulting and accounting companies from business from doing business with Russia didn't include anything on agriculture, medicine, or telecommunications, an internal move to let that business activity continue. According to Adam Smith, a former senior advisor to OFAC. So we can still do, wait, scroll back up. We can still do accounting with Russia. Agriculture. We can still do agriculture, medicine, and telecommunications to do business in Russia. Mm. So what can't we do? What, I don't what? know. I don't know. Right. That's a good question. Who fucking decides? Who decides what? 
I guess the OFAC. Um, the <laughs> concessions and adjustments highlight the difficulties involved in sanctioning the world's 11th largest economy. Previous sanctions campaigns against countries such as Iran and North Korea sought to impose a similar level of isolation on much smaller economic, oh, economies, on much smaller economies. Russia's ties to the global commodity, commodities market, particularly energy and grain, has made this much more complicated case. The evolution of sanctions as financial warfare, quick take. There's no sign that the administration of officials feel their sanction policies was a mistake or that they want to dial back the pressure. If anything, officials have said a key U.S. goal is to ensure Russia can't do to other nations what it has done to Ukraine. But the collateral damage from the sanctions has been wider than expected. When the invasion began, the Biden administration believed that if penalties exempted food and energy, the impact on inflation at home would be minimal. <laughs> Stupid. Since then, energy and food has become key drivers of the highest U.S. inflation rates in 40 years. No A fucking huge shit. Political liability for President Joe Biden and the Democratic Party heading into November's who's who's fucking elections. who's who's gonna be the Democratic candidate for presidency in 2024. Dude, I don't, I don't think it's going to be. Biden. I'm saying Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. He's going to yeah, run see gun his control. Sh- did you, did you see his shit in Texas? Yeah, I saw it this his, week when he gave that. Oh, did yeah. he do something in Texas? Because I know he gave that speech. And I think that was at DC. I well, it might have been in DC, but it was about yeah. Uvalde yeah. and fucking gun control. Yeah, he was, and, he was from there. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, I was like, oh, I see who the next. Uh, dnc elect is like i know uh, dude the progressives loved it they loved it dude they loved it because because he's been a texas born and bred fucking guy and he's fucking said for a long time that he's you know kind of conservative and the conservatives have cheered him and then he you know backhanded this position not maybe not backhanded that might be the wrong word but he kind of like finagled his position on gun rights where it's like this isn't right. This isn't what Texas is about. This is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all right, yeah. all right, all right. Yeah, and, and I think I listened or maybe even watched this thing. It was just all emotion. Like, there wasn't really, it just was That's saying, what everybody like, said. I didn't listen to it, but everybody said it was, it was all, all emotion. It was all emotion. It had emotion. no logical fact in it. Yeah, he had no emotion. What he did was he, like, questioned some of the parents about their kids. So, like, he could How go up there. You? And, and then he went up there and described them. And it was like, Jesus Christ, dude, you're like, like using these parents grief of their dead kid to like appeal to the American people's emotion. So you can, in my opinion, strip people's liberties. Like that's, yep. that's what yeah. you're doing. I think, I think we see him on a, uh, a DNC convention sometime soon. Dude, we're we're running we're we're running TV stars now. Who's the politics. who's the who's the uh who's the Republican Matthew McConaughey? I, don't know. I can't think of one off the bat. James Woods. <laughs> I think he's like the Hollywood guy, but he's pretty proud Republican dude. Yeah, but that's I don't like know. It. Anyways, right. let's get to fucking 
Janet Yellen. All right. Tre- uh, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has said that she was wrong in believing that last oh, no year shit. that inflationary pressures would pass. One of the results that she now seeing is related to the spike in prices due to the unexpected self-sanctioning, according to one person familiar with her linking thinking. So while so while the Ukrainian president Vladimir Zelensky has urged U.S. businesses to seize operation in Russia, telling a joint session of Congress that the Russian market has flooded was flooded with our blood. The Biden administration <laughs> has been encouraging some commerce, including the for ag- agriculture, medicine, and telecommunications. For instance, the U.S. government is quietly encouraging agricultural and shipping companies to buy and carry more Russian fertilizer, according to people familiar with the efforts. As sanctions fear have led to a sharp drop in supplies, pressuring food cost. How quiet is it if Bloomberg is reporting on it? it yeah, it's not that quiet. <laughs> it's, not, it's pretty obvious. If it's in, yeah, it's in a mainstream publication. So, uh, so that, is it quiet? <laughs> yeah, it's not quiet for you guys. We t- see, we tell you, we tell you the secrets that Biden. This is where we're talking about. This is where we're talking about realities. <laughs> yeah, he's he's secretly buying Russian fertilizer. That's scumbag. <laughs> how how dare Zelensky? Uh, that follows warning from the uh, United Nations and humanitarian groups that hunger and poverty may soar if the prices of staples like wheat stay high. Turmoil triggered by rising food and energy prices has already hit countries including uh, Sri Lanka, Egypt, what is it? Tunisia. Tunisia and Peru. Dude, Sri Lanka? <laughs> so Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, like that should have been like a very obvious one. Sri Lanka, Egypt, Tunisia, and Peru. Dude. Everybody's Lanka's... turned off the podcast at this point. Dude, Sri Lanka is like beating their politicians in the streets. Like, Dude, they're... I know. Sri Lanka is fucking going ham right now. Dude, they banned, I know, uh, Sri Lanka, like their government, like last year banned this certain like fertilizer or like all isn't, fertilizer isn't that when they were like, like throwing people's like government yeah. officials cars into the river yep yep dude yep. savages love yeah. sri lanka well Let's there's go. There, there's like on the brink of like i wouldn't say maybe they're getting close to social starvation. unrest that's what we're yeah. gonna call it they're getting kind of like food is a lot harder to get but it's because they just they they banned this fertilizer or something like that and it like fucked up all their crops this year and they they immediately reversed the policy, but it's too late, and now people aren't getting food. Um, the Biden administration rejects any suggestion that sanctions are part of the problem, <laughs> emphasizing that the U.S. isn't penalizing humanitarian goods or food and putting the blame on Putin's decision to attack Ukraine, including by targeting shipping on the Black Sea. Quote, the story that the sanctions are causing the problem I think is deeply misleading. Ambassador Jim O'Brien, head of the State Department's official uh, or head of the State Department's Office of Sanctions Coordination. Dude, how many fucking different like sanctioned departments do we have? That's like the third one that we just named off in this article. All of them. Uh, he told reporters last week. Sometimes companies are confused about what's allowed and what's not, and we will try oh, to no clarify shit. that <laughs> they are able to go forward. But we also are also working proactively by trying to inform companies about what they are allowed to do. 
is the last part. About 1,000 companies have so far announced that they are curtailing operations in Russia, according to data collected by the Yale Chief Executive Leadership Institute. That underscores one reason sanctions are so popular with policymakers. They essentially outsource U.S. policy to the private sector, which makes it less surgical, less calibrated, and less responsive to policy changes, said Smith, the former OFAC advisor. Yeah, dude. They just give it to the private sector that asked for the contract. That's like... This is how, like, that's the biggest way that I, I didn't really realize that how they, if they were, do, I mean, they were doing this with the sanctions. So I really find this article interesting because that's how the government gets around. It's like bullshit. Like they know that. So like there's the first amendment and it won't hold up in court. So they can't really silence anyone that way. Right. But what if they give a list to the social media companies and t- they tell the social media companies like, hey, uh, these people over here are telling f- fake news. You should probably kick them <laughs> off your platform. And they just, yeah. so they just outsource all of their shit onto these private companies. And it's like, dude, that this is like, what fascist state is this, dude? Like, progressive <laughs> well, it, fascist state are we in right now? It's like, it's like what, I mean, all the Dems weren't wrong back in 2020. 2019 when they were like trump trump is a fascist state or whatever like it's they weren't wrong necessarily because it was like yo like look what's happening with the private corporatization of united states companies like yeah it's just a fascist state against donald trump (laughs) yeah yeah and it was just like it wasn't him it was it was done the whole time it was done the whole time before that when nobody just everybody just didn't say anything during Obama. Like that, that was it. Like this was, this has been, or Bush, like this has always been done. It hasn't, it hasn't changed. Yeah. They're just just better at hiding it. Yeah. They just expect companies to just do it. And then, and the company, even companies that they're, Oh, you're actually allowed to, they don't even know what to do because they're afraid that they'll get penalized if they try to do anything with uh, any business with Russia. And like, dude, I don't like, I don't see like how the economy just is going to get better. Any it's not soon. It's not like there's just, drink, bro. there's so much, like all that money we printed, all these sanctions that were thrown on out there, all the, all the, the fucking, uh, the slow, uh, rise of the interest rates. Like this is. Dude, it's gonna it's gonna hit hard right now. Like it's gonna. So they raised it. Let's talk about this real quick, and then we can end the show. Like the interest rates for mortgages have just increased. What was it? Point or seventy five points or however they fucking they calculate that shit, right? Mm -hmm. They do it by like some point system, but it's at like three point five percent or four percent right now for regular interest rates or mortgage interest rates is kind of what it's being based off of. And it's like within the next year, they believe it's going to go up to 7%. And, you know, 7% is what like our grandparents or probably like your parents and saw and stuff saw a lot. Mm -hmm. Like we, 
this is also something that I want to say earlier was like, we've had three generations now, almost four generations now that have participated in Iraq. Um, but that's besides the point. I just want to say that earlier when we were talking about Iran and Iraq and yeah, Yemen yeah. and Saudi Arabia, but you know, like 7% isn't crazy compared to the rates that uh, we saw during our parents or grandparents age. But like right now that's like, people are just like, nah, I'm not going to do it. And and just recently, the the uh, the fucking old guy that's part of the Treasury, I can't remember his fucking name, but he he just said he was like millennials and like people in the same uh, like boat as millennials and zillennials coming of age to buy a house. They uh, they. We, we need a reset for you guys so that you guys can actually buy houses. Did you see that interview? No, I'll I'm send not. it to you, but like, I'll, I'll send it to you and I, maybe I'll, uh, I'll go back and post it on anchor after you post the episode. But like that interview, he's talking about how there needs to be a reset for um, the housing market because most people can't get into it. And like the people that need to buy houses right now, the population that needs to buy houses right now, they can't get into it because when you're paying $350,000 for your first house, that's 25 years old. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, dude. It's, I don't know. I don't, I don't see it getting any better in the short run with the economy. Like like, it's going to, it depends on what you think short is is like short like a couple years oh i think i think in the next i think in the next year the housing market crashes the housing market i'm not saying the whole dollar crashes but i'm saying the housing market crashes in the next like year to two years that mark the housing market crashes and you're going to see a lot of people buy buy houses that were never able to afford them before because those three hundred and fifty thousand dollar houses before are going to be worth one hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars because that's what their actual price is. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's but gonna... the rest of it, I agree with you. I don't see, I don't see the crash that w- you and I are expecting to happen soon. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think we're just going to get hit with inflation like really hard. And oh, they're yeah. going to we're they keep raising those interest rates, and that's what they is going to keep going up, dude. And I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty po- possible that we'll see like $7 average for gas and shit. I don't know how long that's going to last. I, uh, I generally think that when the housing market crashes, we'll see a crash of other products. Um, I just don't think that they can get away with $7 for gas for that long. They might be able to. Um, how much is it near you today? I filled up my company truck and I think I bit $26 or 26 gallons and it was $145. And that was, and I'm in a fortune 500 company. I don't think they're going to want to pay, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think they're going to want to pay $5, five plus dollars, uh, a gallon to, uh, fill up their trucks anymore. And I bet you they, uh, put a bid in to fix that yeah do the here it's like right on like right under five dollars and um i think i paid like 80 
five dollars for about 18 gallons i think what is it uh across the across the bridge um and right over in missouri magically it's like four fucking 50 i think four fifty two. so it's like, like almost 50 cents cheaper yeah so it's because we have illinois so illinois actually has one of the highest gas tax in the country when are you moving <laughs> soon dude <laughs> <laughs> fucking uh yeah but i don't know dude, did I you think... did you drive back to tennessee with your dad and look at some places or look around no, at tennessee we just went home we just we were done we okay. were baked and done okay. after childeberg well he still needs to tell me how much my flights and stuff are gonna cost so i can come out there next month yeah <clears throat> Well, he's in Hawaii. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's, he's been in Hawaii for two weeks. This is yeah. bullshit. He gets back next week. Well, we need to have him on the podcast again so we can shit on him about how the Gulf War was bullshit. And uh, he's not a real Marine. And yeah. I can shit on him about the Tennessee trip. And we can just talk to him because Craig is uh, a fun guy to talk to. Go check out his podcast at the unbeaten path. Yeah. Um, he just had on fucking ace actually. Cause ace and my, dad Oh really? Up, ace and my dad grew up in the same town. Oh, that is fucking insane. We yeah, all right. Let's have both of them on. Yeah. It's very weird. I think they talked about that for like the first 30 minutes of the podcast. Yeah. Let's have both of them on. That'd be, that'd be fun. Because I want to yeah. see, I want to see how the generational difference works. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I think he put the episode out, so you could listen to it too. Well, we can listen to it, but I can also have him on this podcast, so I can get Craig's so fifty followers and Ace's <laughs> five thousand followers to listen to both of them at the same time. There you go. That, that's a better way to do it. Steal his followers. <laughs> All right, you got anything left for us? uh buckle up boys it's gonna be a wild ride um i know going, i know you're gonna going go get in. drunk right now so yeah that's what i'm about to go do i just got drunk during the during the podcast so i did not i just smoked a pre-roll before the podcast yeah this is bullshit you need to start drinking more during the podcast this is fucking I did bullshit the last that i'm the only times. one drinking i did the last two times still bullshit <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I hope you have. I hope you go have uh, fucking fun with your hillbilly fucking friends. I will. Um, I'm, tell I'm them getting, I said that. I'm getting the mullet next week Thursday. I know. I want to. All right. When you when you get the mullet, we're gonna put that as the thumbnail for the next <laughs> video yeah, on YouTube. Well, it'll be. So it won't be next week's episode. It'll be the week after that. All right. Well, you got to take a picture of it, side profile, so we can see the whole thing. It will be. It'll be a little bitch mullet because my hair is not. No, that's fine. In the back, but you know, you perm the hair and then you you get a a mid to high. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could perm it still, (laughs) but you get a mid to high fade, but a temp. So it goes down, you know, from the sides. Mm -hmm. It comes down all the way. Mid to high temp fade. That's what it's called. And then uh, we can, we get the, we get to see the mullet. I like to see it. I want to see it. I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait till it's long enough that you can turn sideways and shake it like that. 
I know, dude. That's what I'm looking for. See, well, it's, it's going to be disgusting and I can't wait to have it on the podcast. It's annoying too. It's annoying because like I never let the like the back of my hair grow out. So it is still kind of short, but I need a haircut because the top and the sides are just getting like a bush, dude. Like, I don't all right, but like you got to you got to leave the top a little long. Like you can't yeah, leave the I will. T- you don't have to. All right, cool. Like you got to leave it a little long little yeah. long and then get the the what i'm saying the mid to high temp fade so it's either going to start here like up high or it's mm-hmm. going to start like right here and come down and it comes down all the way to the back yeah and you just let the back grow out yeah but like that that it's gonna it's you're gonna look like you come from an ethnic bat background an ethnic neighborhood you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna look like you came from a neighborhood that i came from um, it, it might be dude i mean if you if you get it I've faded if you get it faded if you get it I've, faded you're gonna look like you come from a, a neighborhood that i came from <laughs> it's gonna be faded well it it's better be, be faded. like it's gonna be like uh like this little section here is gonna be like kind of like the military where it's like shaved and it fades all right cool 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 it's cool. gonna be shaved cool. all the way down cool. i because cool. i hate cool. Cool. i hate the hair on the side i would never like only reason I'm like I would do the mullet just because I get to shave my fucking side. <laughs> but I don't want to be I, I completely <laughs> like the military, so I gotta grow out the back, dude. So people don't think I'm like I actually like the party haircut. in the front <laughs> or business in the front, party in the back. My mom used to run a website like her and her friend uh, in the '90s, and it was uh it, it was called fearthemullet.com. I don't know if it's still a thing anymore, but. It was a uh, website dedicated to shitting on people's mullets. And dude, I want to be on that website. <laughs> I know, right? I think it, I love it. I fucking love it. So I'm going to keep my, you know, clean cut. I might get a hard part here on my hair. Hells yeah. Um, and uh, keep it clean cut. But like you do the mullet thing, bro. Maybe I'll do it in a couple years. I'm trying. To- we'll see what happens when we get to Tennessee. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying to ingrain a different culture. You know, I was in the city for too long, dude. I need to get back to my roots. <laughs> but even when you were in the city, it didn't look like you were in the city. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, it was pretty obvious. <laughs> but, all right, I'll let you go fucking hang out with your friends. Uh, go get drunk. Have a shot for me. Take a shot for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That Drake vibe. Um, maybe take a shot no you better take a shot and send it to me and okay. if you don't I'm a fucking come on your face wow dude we do that anyway it's gay pride <laughs> <laughs> that's the fucking shit show I hope you guys enjoyed it we out <laughs> <laughs>